Hello, good people upon the planet of Earth. Welcome to You Are Worthy, the podcast where upon which we speak of feelings, emotions, and all of things in between of them. My name is Michael Mookie Blakelock, otherwise known of Lil Mookie B, comedian, podcaster, influencer, person who makes time for the things that need to be made time for. Welcome of today's podcast episode. So I just came from therapy. Like I literally just got home from my weekly session of therapy with Dr. Myra Delaney. Like, the chair of her office, of which I sat upon, is still warm. And this is kind of cool because I don't often record my rants in the fresh afterglow of a therapy session. Usually I come home and, like, have some lunch, maybe take some time to sit of my emotions if it was a particularly heavy session where I got extremely vulnerable and said incredibly raw and emotional things that need processing. Just chill, decompress, swipe bumble, like, whatever. And so the reason I say all of this to you now is that I left this session with a different feeling than I have ever felt of any session previous. And I felt like I needed to get home right away and make like one of my biggest social media influences, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and hit record, so to say. Because what happened today in therapy was nothing short of a miracle. What happened today in therapy was nothing. That's right. You heard me correctly the first time. Nothing happened in therapy today. I didn't have anything to say. Things are going so well of my life as of currently that I didn't have anything to talk about. Like, I sat in the chair across from Dr. Myra Delaney and we just stared at each other for the first few minutes. Like, she usually just lets me start talking, but I had nothing to say. I was totally empty. And that may come as a shock to all of you. You're probably thinking of yourself right now, Lil Mookie B. You always have something to say. Between the rants and the interviews and your TikTok and everything else, it is crystal clear of us that you always have something that you need to work through. And on any other day, you would be right. But on this day, you're just not. So, like I said previously, we just sat there for the first few minutes of the session kind of just sharing in an awkward, silent moment of time. She probably felt less awkward than I did because she's such a fucking pro, but I didn't know what to do. And I had the bravery in that moment to say just that. I don't know what to say, I said. I feel pretty good right now. And then, of course, she said exactly something that was totally incredible. She said simply, well, why don't you talk about that? And that's when it hit me. Therapy is not just about complaining about the bad things that are happening to you on a week-to-week basis. Part of therapy can actually be talking about what is going on of good in your life. Like, I always thought that you needed to come into therapy and be like, these are all the things that are wrong with me and everyone else and like blah 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 and like please tell me how to fix it, like whatever. And by doing so, I am supposed to have good feelings the rest of my time when I'm not in therapy. And believe me, I can always usually find something to complain about. Trust me, there are a lot of things and people out there that justify my bad feelings toward them. But it is in therapy that I work through these feelings and come out the other side of them with a new perspective. And then take that perspective into my everyday life and use it to make me feel good. So what happens when I am feeling good? Do I just quit therapy? 
That's what I thought. I mean, seriously, I was driving to therapy this morning, like racking my brains, trying to figure out something to complain about. I was like, I can think of something before I sit in that chair. I know I can. Like I was confident of it and I racked and I racked and I racked. But by the time I was sitting of that very chair I spoke of, I still had nothing. And in that moment, I was like, should I just quit? And it wasn't until Myra Delaney told me to talk about the good feeling I was having that I realized totally on my own that talking about the good feelings is part of therapy. Like, it is a reminder to myself, and now thankfully a reminder to you too, that things are okay. That therapy is working. It's okay to acknowledge how well you are doing. And in that acknowledgement, there is progress being made in terms of mental health. It's like plugging your phone in even though it's 100% charged. Why not have your phone be at 100% for an extended period of time? Instead of charging it to 100 and like letting it drop to under 20 and getting that low battery warning and you have to decide if you want it to go into low power mode or not. Once you have that good feeling, why not hold on to it and strengthen it? Why just take a good feeling and then let myself slip back into lower power mode? Why not have all the power in the world? The power of good feeling. So we talked, and it turns out I did have much to say. We talked about how well I'm doing, how well the podcast is doing, how the other day someone recognized me from TikTok, just like randomly out and about of the world. We talked about how my dating and love life is still very much alive and well and thriving, and that despite my past issues of self-esteem, women are still very much attracted to me. And I felt the feeling I've maybe never felt before, which is that I didn't even have that much to say about those things. Like, the good things of life need no long explanation. Like, when we are in happiness, there is so much less details to describe because you are barely paying attention of the details. You are just living and experiencing, and you are present and calm. Like, seriously, of a certain point, I again had nothing left to say, and there was like, Still 15 minutes left of the session. I even had to, like, ask Dr. Myra Delaney what was going on of her life. Like, is there anything you want to speak of? Like, seriously, like, that is how much I ran out of things to say. Unfortunately, she told me that she is not at liberty to discuss her personal life with me, even though, like, we have such a good rapport that I don't understand why she can't just be like, oh, I'm good, you know, my family's good, like, whatever. Like, I think she knows by now that she can trust me. And, like... All I do, too, is, I don't know, tell her every deepest, most intimate detail of my personal life, but she has a code of psychology to uphold, and I do respect that, because I respect her. And the great part is that any bad feelings I had because of that, I can talk to her about it next week. So, listeners, I want you to remember that it's okay to feel good. I know that many of you don't attend a therapy, so you may not understand what that feeling is like just yet. And I urge you, as always, to get your butt into a therapist's office, ASAP. But as an experiment, go about your day today, and if you have a good feeling, just feel it. Just like we say to feel your bad feelings. It's okay to feel happy. So give it a try. Plug in your charger at 100%. 
it might just make you feel, well, even gooder. Wow. Is it possible that I feel even better than I did this morning? (laughs) I think it is. Okay, let's get the podcast started. But first, let's do some positiveness. I can breathe. Can you? I want you to surrender today. Not to me. Not to an enemy of the battlefield. Not to anyone or anything. But to the universe. But... Lil Mookie B, I don't want to surrender to the universe. That sounds terrible. Okay, well, why does that sound so terrible to you? Is it because in your head you are thinking of the word surrender in the way that is meant to be like, you are losing a battle and you must wave of the white flag and give up? Well, that's a problem, because that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is a good kind of surrender. Because the universe, aka the powers on high, has a plan for all of us. A path upon which it is guiding us down and through. Whether you like it or not, the universe has control of what goes on of our lives, of the world at large. And when we try to take our own control of our own lives, we are straying from that path that has been laid out for us. And that is when bad things happen. Like, really bad things. It takes us on what we think is our own path that is actually directly fighting against the predetermined path that we are supposed to be of. We are trying too hard every day to make our lives what we think it should be, and not accepting of what our life actually is and will be, if that makes sense. And so we must surrender and let ourselves be guided even if we are stubborn about it. So I want you to imagine a path, a peaceful path through the woods with lots of trees and flowers and different plants that are plants that you like. And I want you to just float. Don't even walk. Just kind of lean your body weight forward and see if you start moving in a forward direction like you're riding on a Segway. If you do start doing that, good job. You're doing it right. I want you to just move along the path. Enjoy the sights and the smells and the wind upon your face and other areas of exposed skin depending upon what you're wearing. Now, look up ahead. Do you see that? It's a fork of the road. Uh Uh-oh. There are now two paths of which you can go down. And as you approach, you are faced of a choice. Now, I want you to take a moment and choose one path. Did you pick one? Okay. Go ahead and let yourself go down the path you picked. What do you feel? Nothing, right? That's because you did it completely wrong. Apparently you didn't listen to anything I said previously. You can't choose your own path. I said it like one minute ago. It is up to the universe to decide where we go. <sighs> okay, let's um, let's try again. Put yourself back of the fork of the path. Okay, now let go and choose a path. Did you choose the other one this time? Why? I literally just said don't choose a path. 
This was like a test to see if you're listening, and apparently you are not. We have to let the universe decide our path. That was a trick question that, like, easily tricked you. Like, why am I even doing this? Like, please don't make me waste my time here. Like, I'm seriously ready to surrender right now for different reasons. But we are here, and this is all part of it. Don't worry. Now that you know what not to do, try doing it right. Try looking at the fork of the road and just stopping. Get down of your knees or even lay upon the ground. Surrender fully. Don't move. Close your eyes. Go to sleep if you have to. Rock back and forth like, I don't care. Just don't move. Relax all of your muscles. Spread your arms and legs out wide in a display of total submissiveness. Tie yourself down if you have to. Let the universe take over. Let it dominate you. Let it come and come and come and come and do whatever it sees fit to do to you. Don't disobey it or you're going to be punished. You're going to get hurt. So lay back and let the universe inside you. And when you do that, you have truly surrendered. Good job, everyone. I knew we'd get there. Now get up and get yourself cleaned up. And remember, you are brave. You are strong. You are beautiful. You are courage. You are light. You are loved. You are worthy with Lil Mookie B. Loyal listeners, if you would allow me a moment of your time, I'd like to tell you of an incredible podcast, The Sloppy Boys, from Tim Kalpakis, Mike Hanford, and Jeff Dutton, past guests of the show and close personal friends of mine with whom I share a charming rapport. Together, they are The Sloppy Boys, who are not only defined as a kick-ass party rock band comprised of three hilarious dudes, but they are lovers of drinking of adult drinks, aka imbibing, which is kind of a cool way to say that. The Sloppy Boys is a podcast about cocktails, where each week after week, the fellows will drink and discuss a cocktail recognized by the International Bartenders Association. Drinks such of Tequila Sunrise, White Russian, Cosmopolitan, Mint Julep, to say the name of just a few of them. You can also find them upon Patreon, where Patrons, as they are cleverly called, get access to the Sloppy Boys Blowout, a weekly bonus episode where the fellows speak upon topics such as music, movies, TV shows, or, with all honesty, anything they damn well please. No one requires of anyone else's approval to do what they please, and the Sloppy Boys are no exception of this. Visit patreon.com slash the Sloppy Boys. You needn't be a drinker to enjoy of this podcast. You simply must be a human being upon the planet of Earth. They're just having fun, and so therefore you will have much fun as well. This is true, I know this from personal experience. The Sloppy Boys podcast is on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere you listen of podcasts. Check it out for a funny, boozy, wild time. Oh, and tell them Lil Mookie B sent you. Welcome back, loyal listeners of the interview part. You know, um, I attend a therapy weekly, Dr. Myra Delaney, but you know, in these tough times of the world, I feel as though I've had to sort of supplement my, um, uh, what would I call it? My sort of mental health, uh, exercises, you know what I mean? Sort of like working that muscle of mental health. 
And, uh, you know, one thing I found is group therapy classes, you know, things of that. I've been attending a class called Learning to Love Yourself. And I'm telling you that it has been such a good sort of, you know, in-between therapy days, uh, therapy, I guess you would call it. And, um, you know, just, just to keep my mind sharp, to keep my mental health well, and to, of course, learn to love myself, which you know that I already do, but... This is somebody who I met in my learning to love yourself uh, therapy class, group therapy class. She's just somebody who I feel like I have a sort of a spiritual connection with. And I'm so happy to have her on the podcast to just sort of chat about therapy. So please welcome uh, my good friend, Peavine Crouch. Peavine, it's Thank great you. to see you. Thank you so Thank you. much. It's so great to see you, like not out of a, like outside of a big grid. Mm. because our therapy sessions are on zoom that's so right I, yeah i usually see you as a little square and now you're a bigger square now it's just us two squares two squares yeah. hanging out in a larger rectangle and yeah, i love that true. we could sort of have this time in the rectangle together um <laughs> so pivine uh you and i attend of the learning to love yourself uh group therapy class um mm-hmm, you know my mm-hmm. listeners aren't necessarily familiar with this um if we could give sort of a description of the listeners of what that is what would that be Sure. Um, well, my therapist said, my therapist tried to break up with me. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. But she gave, she said, uh, the only thing that can save, uh, our relationship in therapy was if I took this class. Mm. So I'm doing it so that I can continue to see my therapist. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, what, what do we say? It's a, uh, we have a facilitator named Clara, mm-hmm. and there Clara. are 12 of us who um, are learning to love ourselves, and some of us have cuter apartments than other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll say, I, yeah, of course, yeah, you know, to, to each and every one and one their own in terms of their own personal space, but yeah. Oh, sure, um, of course, like, yeah, like, of course, you know, like, like, um, we are all beautiful flowers. Yeah. Some of us have prettier flowers than others. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, you know, of course, you know, well, you know, I think part of learning to love yourself as the name of the class states, you know, is like learning that it's okay to just go like, you know, I like my stuff. I like my apartment, you know, maybe as opposed to and compared of others. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. And I, I feel, I feel like I have grown in that Mm. area, you know, because like I haven't always liked my apartment, but when I sit and I look at everybody's uh, uh, apartments on Zoom, I think I'm doing okay. Some people use backgrounds. Right. And the people that use backgrounds, that's usually just a dead giveaway that your apartmentism is just a... a a disaster. Yeah. One thing I've noticed is there's a couple people in that class that use this. They both do that, that golden gate bridge background. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if one of you is good, maybe like, maybe just one of you, if one of you sees another, if you go into a zoom meeting and you're like, Oh, someone else has the, golden gate bridge background i don't know that i would go and then i'll also it's sort of like you know march to the beat of your own drum and that's neither here nor there and none of our business and of course you know oh right right like like no judgment this is a judgment free zone however how is it that when you are waiting to log on to zoom when you see all the other squares before your camera goes on and you see another golden gate bridge how do you not go fix that right away how is it that you're like okay i don't care i'm golden gate bridge too these are people that don't care about what things really, yeah, really look yeah, like because yeah. it throws everything off. 
Yeah, yeah, no, that's, I mean, I, that's something I've noticed, and of course, you know, whatever, we all have our lives of little peeves, you know what I mean? Like, there's sort of, true. but again, the class is learning to love yourself, and again, that's sort of like, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of every class, you know, I sort of leave with this, and maybe you feel the same way as, I sort of leave with this, like, I'm in the black in terms of, you know, spiritual and mental health, it's like, I'm leaving there going... It doesn't matter what anybody else there said, even if it's something that I disagree with, even if they sort of like talk too long when it's their turn to talk or, you know, whatever it is that they do that doesn't mm -hmm. feel quite right to me. At the end of the day, at the end of the session, at least, I leave there loving myself a little more. And that is the most important part of this group therapy. And that's what I would love for the listeners to know about, you know, group therapies like this that are out there and available for everyone. Oh my gosh, I feel so good after our sessions. Mm, I too. feel I feel relieved. I feel um a buoyed mm. and and uh, and and I feel like I can enjoy the rest of my day. Um I I I can't say I can't say that I fully love myself. Mm. Uh but I can say that I like myself a mm. lot more than I did the hour before I joined. Well, I think that, you know, love has to start with like, do you know what I mean? You know, love. Yeah, right. That like all relationships should start with like anything that just starts with love. That's not like a dog. Right. You know, is just that seems fishy to me. Exactly. And I love that you said all relationships, because I do feel like, you know, of course, you know, when, when we say relationships and again, Pivine, you'll, you'll sort of understand this, but you know, I'm talking to a lot of people who I assume probably have not attended a therapy. So they don't understand these concepts that oh, no. we're speaking of. So when, when you say something like relationships, you know, I think when we say relationships, most of the listeners would go, Oh, you mean like a boyfriend and a girlfriend? And you're like, well, yeah, that's one of them. But like a relationship can be like with you and your father with you and your sibling with you and your child with you and your dog with your dog and your cat can be a relationship and one relationship that is very important of human beings is your relationship with yourself yeah mm. yeah so i i like myself better now than i did bef before i started this uh group therapy quest it's expensive mm, it is expensive yeah and when I do say that it was available to everybody, you know, it is available to those who can afford it. But, you know, you, some t some of these places, not the one that we attend, but some of them are on a sliding scale. Yeah. So uh, I, some of them are on it. Like if you go in the back of psychology today or if you mm. go on psychologytoday.com, you're going to be able to find a sliding scale support group. But uh, uh, this 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 one is. Um, wow, it's exorbitant. It's yeah. really, really exorbitant. Uh, however, given how expensive it was, I had a conversation with myself, Mugi. I said, "Oh wow!" I said, "You know what? Uh, this is this support group or this class is going to cost you four thousand mm. dollars. So you wow. have a you choice." Just went said, you just went ahead and said the amount. Yeah. Oh, I know. I like. Ooh. ooh oh no, no, I, no. I, I didn't even mean. I'm just like you know. It is you know. It is it is kind of shocking to be said out loud. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, right. It's kind it's, of shocking to hear it and go. D I, d I actually paid that much too, but you know, luckily I can afford it. Four thousand dollars in a pandemic, like even mm. for people that are doing well, it really makes you think twice. But that four thousand dollars did make me look at myself and say, you know something, Pivine, you're spending four thousand dollars on a group therapy class. You mm. better learn to love yourself. And yeah, so, yeah. 
that's really been my incentive more than anything else. And also looking at the other people, like sometimes the thing that makes you do better, I know that gossip is toxic. Well, yes, and of course. And we yeah. should keep it out of our lives. And right. uh, 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 judgment mm -hmm. uh, uh, should never come into the equation. Right. But when I look at those other people, oh my God. I'm doing great. Yeah. <laughs> I am doing yeah. great. Yeah. Well, I think, Pivine, that it's okay to have perspective. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, to, right. to, to look upon others and not necessarily say, I'm better than that person, but to go looking at what that person is and, you know, the judgment that I have in my mind. And of course, we can't help of our feelings and our thoughts. But, you know, to look upon a person and just go, you know... I can see that person's not doing so great and, you know, not necessarily to shame them or to tell them that they need to do better, but just to take that and look upon myself and go, you know what? I'm actually not doing half as bad as I thought I was. You know what right. I mean? What a it's just perspective. It's just, it's just perspective. perspective. So, Mookie, what kind of Jungian archetype are you? Oh, boy. Um, hmm. Well, I'll tell you. You know, I... I yeah, am, you go first. I am a uh, an introvert uh, with a light leaning extrovert who is more um, uh, on the on the judgment side, and um, my shadow uh, my shadow is on uh, rests on the same plane as as um, as the rest of me. So I'm like very acquainted with my shadow side. Yeah, well, I could have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you you, could. Ra you radiate that Pivine. I, I could <laughs> I could have told you that. I think I am sort of a heavy extrovert with um you know focus on gaining attention but not really you know making a big deal about it. Oh, I see it. I see yeah. it. I can see it there. Yeah, I, I do like there. to put myself out there. Of course, I have a podcast. I'm on, I have a TikTok. I'm out there on social media. I'm out there on the airwaves. I'm out there. You know, I have no fear of being out there and being genuinely, authentically myself. But, um, geez, I wonder what Dr. Young would say if he were, you know, on the podcast right now with the two of us. Oh, um... he'd probably say he'd probably say, hey, Cheryl, pick, switch your background. <laughs> <laughs> And, and Cheryl, of course, yeah, no, and, and of course, you know, we'll, we'll bleep her name, but um, that's might be what he would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he might and, say and, and that. Of course, we'll, we'll, and of course, we'll bleep her name. No, we'll definitely bleep Cheryl's name. Um, I think that, I think that Doctor Young would probably be really confused by the technology. Right. I right. think I forgot about that. Right. I think. He'd probably, like, this is me judging my own self, but I think he'd probably think we're a bunch of babies. I don't think Dr. <laughs> yeah. Jung would really understand how, or how hard it is for me, a manager at Home Goods, mm. you know, to take $4,000 out of my savings to take a... Um, a learning to love myself class. And and in and in his time that was probably you know equal to like 4 million dollars, you know what I mean? Oh, easily, easily. I mean, come on. Like he kind of lived off of ladies, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Didn't he didn't he have a bunch of ladies like pay for his stuff and everything yeah, like I yeah, I don't know. I'm in Jungian therapy, but like don't think I haven't Googled Jung a little bit to learn what he was really like. 
Yeah, I and I have not done that because you know, sort of when the class ends, I sort of have my own stuff to worry about. But yeah, I I I, I believe you that you that you did. He's, he's probably he's probably a guy today who wouldn't last too long today in today's society. Oh no, no, no way, no way. Like it's he would he's like would have been in Switzerland. I imagine that life in Switzerland is not that much different today than it was in the 1880s. Right. But uh, yeah, I don't think he could handle L.A. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, no. I think I think you know there's like a certain toughness already to just like living in Los Angeles upon California. Just like that, that's almost therapy in itself. That really prepares you for uh, you know what I mean. Like that's like almost the trauma that uh, you know we we need to overcome here, if that makes any sense. And some of us have more to overcome than others. Like mm. I and I I see that. I mean, there's. Um, uh, uh, there's Gary who, mm-hmm. uh, is estranged from his parents and his right. sisters. And I'll just make a note here to bleep Gary's name. Right. You know, you, yeah, by all means bleep, uh, uh, Gary's name. Right. And, um, uh, uh, oh, who else? What's her, uh, there's Cheryl. We already talked about Cheryl. Right. I don't yep. even hear Making Cheryl's problems because I'm so distracted by, uh, I know. Her, the Golden Gate Bridge. I know. So sometimes I think when Cheryl's talking, I'm sort of like, I'm going to like, you know, maybe check my Twitter. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. Like, yeah. When she's talking, I definitely do. Like I've, I've kind of found that I, if I keep my phone, like I have my, my computer elevated, but if I keep my phone kind of up, like you can't really tell that I'm looking at my phone, even though they told us to keep our phones in the other room. I know. Yeah. Well, it's sort of, you know, that's what you can kind of get away with that on Zoom where you're kind of putting. And, you know, of course, when I'm checking my Twitter, I'm just making sure that like, you know, I'm getting the likes and the retweets when I repost my TikToks, things of that. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily like a. Right. It's not that's like it's not like I'm just. Important yeah. It's not like I'm just. Re- of course, I'm not just reading tweets. I'm just, you know, I'm just like I'm, I'm doing business. It's not like I'm I'm wasting anybody's time anyways. And, and you know, I do want to say, you know, we, we, we mentioned a couple people in the class. And of course, you know, therapy itself is, you know, group therapy and individual therapy is built on sort of a, you know, confidentiality. You know what I mean? It's sort of what what happens in the room stays in the room kind of a thing. And so we will be bleeping those names out of respect for those people. Do you think other people know that in the in the group? Do they know about your podcast? Uh, I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if they did. It's a popular podcast, but you know, it's not something I'm gonna like mention there. I mean, I have mentioned it there, uh, you know what I mean. But it's not something I necessarily like willingly do. It's just sort of like I'm talking about myself and I'm talking about my life and up the podcast is part of my life, and so it comes up sometimes, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they probably are aware, but like, I don't know, they probably don't listen. They they go to their own therapy. They don't need me, right? <laughs> I guess so. Like, uh, uh, my thought would be, if they know you, if they if they are listening to the podcast, and we definitely mm-hmm. should bleep things. Otherwise, like I'd yeah. say, you know, maybe it wouldn't be so bad if they heard what we were saying because yeah. then they could work on their own stuff. Yeah. But I know that that is my own judgment of the of the situation, and that I am uh, bringing in. Um, uh, you know, toxic behavior, because I've been told that time and time again from my right. therapist. Uh, I don't think I'm learning anything. What, why, do you, why do you say that? I don't think I'm getting better. Oh. Well, therapy, of course, is a process, Pvine, and we are, I think, maybe still in the infancy of our process in this process of this learning to love yourself class. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I would say go easy of yourself. And, you know, one thing I've learned of therapy is that I'm always doing a little I'm always doing better than I think I am doing. You know what I mean? And I think that may be the case for you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't 
know you necessarily outside of the group. You know, like we don't spend time together necessarily that much. Like sometimes we'll sort of hang after the Zoom, like after everybody goes off the Zoom and right in our breakout room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we sort of just go like, oh boy, they are, yeah, they are too much today. (laughs) You know what I mean, sort of thing. But you know, we haven't spent enough time together that I could necessarily see your progress. So like, I don't know. Maybe you haven't progressed. Maybe you haven't gotten better. But like, you probably have. If is if I could offer you a perspective. I think that's generous of you to say that I probably yeah. have, but yeah, you know what? I, I'm, I'm, you know, just listening to myself uh, mm-hmm. talk about other people makes me think that maybe I haven't uh, made the kind of progress that I should be making at this point, and maybe I should break up with my therapist. Hmm. Well, you know, in terms of you know, speaking of others in the group, you know, it's it's. You know, it's a thing called feedback. You know what I mean? Like we are in a group therapy. We are learning as a group. We are a unit. We are sort of a team, even though they've never necessarily said that. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah. And think of if you've ever played a sport and you're playing on a team, like, you know, you've got to help out your teammates, right? You know what I mean? You've got to say like, hey, I sort of thought of a way how you could do this better. Like, why don't I offer that perspective and you can give it a try? You know what I mean? So like, again, when you mentioned before that maybe people of the class are listening of this podcast right now and hearing us talking about them and what maybe they could be improving upon. Well, that's just a couple of teammates talking to the rest of their team and saying, Hey guys, here's how we get better as a unit, you know? I get it. I, okay, I can yeah. I can see that. I can see that. So, like, if we were to um, uh, not bleep out names, and if we were to mm-hmm. say, like, oh, let's say about Brenda. Okay. Maybe, and I will make a note here just in case we do want to bleep just out. Just in case you want to bleep out Brenda's name, Brenda is the person right. that I'm really bleep talking out to. Brenda. 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 I'm going to write Brenda, Brenda, and we're at 1706. Okay. Okay, Brenda... Uh, Brenda, Brenda, uh, uh, Brenda has a window treatment, Ugh, yep. you know, that has like, she has oh, I know. fucking oh, I grandma know. balance, I know. you know, and I, I've told every single week I've said, you know, guys, I work at home goods, <laughs> right? I work at home goods. I get an employee discount. I am willing to help. I'm willing to help you make your space look better so that we don't have to look Right. At your chintzy valance with a brocade. Like, like I, I don't understand. I don't understand why why she'd be so stubborn. Yeah. Because she's not an old lady. No. At all. No. She's, I mean, she's getting close, but yeah, not quite there yet. Right. She's not there yet. She's, yeah. she's you know, like in her late 50s. That's not bad. Yeah, like, no. Like if you're if you have a valance and a window a window treatment with a valance that's brocade and you're in your late fifties, yeah. you might as well just yeah, uh, you know. And then and then half the time the thing's wide open and there's like sunlight coming in from the back and you can barely see her. Oh, a hundred percent. And her whole screen's can... getting washed out and it's like I can't even see your mouth moving when you're talking. Right. Oh, that makes me angry. You that just look like a dark angry. shadow. <laughs> right when it's just with light radiating behind you. Yeah, I know. that's like like I know. Think about what you're seeing. You're not thinking about what we see. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Good thing she's there. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. has she learned anything? Is she talking to her daughter? I don't uh, know. Uh, is she still sleeping with her ex-husband? I think she is. She's made that clear in her shares every week. She's I I think she's made it clear. She hasn't actually said that, but it's like you and I know she's doing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's doing it. Yeah, she's doing she's it. Doing like it. 
She's got a spring in her step. Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess the good perspective here would be that, like, you know, this person who shall not be named Brenda, she's not doing so great, but, like, she's in therapy. So it's, like, people who aren't doing great, like, that's the place they need to be. That's the best place they could be. So it's, like, Brenda... God, you're so generous. You're so generous. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to sort of... I'm trying to sort of have compassion for everybody. You know what I mean? I, I really see it. Yeah, my compassionate approach to Brenda is that, like... Well, at least she's here. You know what I mean? At least she's in therapy. It's it's like... Mookie, you should lead the group. I know. You know, I... You and should I, lead the group. I mean, Clara... Clara I've suggested it to Clara before, you know, if I'm just like, if you're ever sick or something, like, I could take over and she just never... She's never emailed me back about that. But, you know, uh, whatever, you know, uh, so let's far she hasn't been Let's talk about, like, Clara's grounded meditations. Mm. Oy. Oy, like I love a grounded guided meditation, you of know, course, like doesn't? using the Headspace app, mm-hmm. but there's something in her voice that does not make me relax. And she always goes to the same place, to the golden core of the center of the earth. And I'm over it. I'm over yes. it. I don't care what that looks like. I don't yeah. care what it feels like. I want to see like a pretty room. Yeah, of course. Also, when you picture the core of the earth, are you picturing gold? I'm picturing no. like red fire flames. You know what I mean? Like exactly what the core of the earth is. Like Exactly. It's like, what do you know? What do you know that the rest of us <laughs> I know, don't know? I know. What did you read that said that there was a golden core of the center of the earth? Like, like Clara, I know that you're getting your license and you're not fully licensed yet, but I can tell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we can tell. Yeah. Well, I mean, look. I, it's interesting, you know, that that's that's the sort of interesting uh, you know, point here is just that like you know, Clara is teaching the class of learning to love yourself and sometimes I'm like, do you love yourself? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do you, yeah, do you love yourself? Do you love You your, do that? Do you love yourself? Yeah. Do you love yourself? Or are you here because like you just want to think everybody want you because you want everyone to think that the earth has a golden core you know what i mean like <laughs> like like if we can look at everybody and be like i see how you're doing you're sleeping with your ex-husband right you don't talk to your mom and dad you have three children that you never see Ugh, you were on your Carl. eighth job in in six uh, months like right. like we look at these people and it makes us feel better can you imagine how clara must feel i know when she looks at the, at at all of at all of us, like, yeah, particularly like, the two of us. Well, if she's looking at the that now, I feel now I feel like I want to fight her. Oh boy! <laughs> now I now I feel now we like, now we've got some anger to deal with, Pivon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now now I now I feel kind of angry, like because if she's judging me in that way, then well, like. I'm here because I have issues with right. self-loathing and rage. Sure, yeah. You no, know? those are huge issues for you, yeah. Big, big issues. And uh, uh, if she if she is uh, uh, judging me in that way, then I might... Like, I, I know that we're hypothetically speaking. Right. But if I smell it in the next meeting, I might have to go into a breakout room with her. I, I You know, I mean, you, you need to, uh, you know, no, no matter who we are interacting with like if there's a boundary to be set then we must set the boundary oh do you know what i mean yes it doesn't matter if it is your therapist or you know your spouse or your best friend or the barista of starbucks like if they're doing stuff that is 
affecting your mental health, then like you gotta speak up for yourself. You can't just be, you know, walked all over by anyone and everyone. Have you done, have you completed your learn to love yourself worksheet? No, I haven't even started it. Really? Yeah. You haven't even looked at the questions? Yeah, I'm not into homework. My my regular therapist, my, my weekly individual therapist, Dr. Myra Delaney is like the first session. She was like, I'm not one of those therapists that gives homework, right? And so to me, I'm just like, homework is not part of my therapy process. You know what I mean? If you want to give me homework, fine, but I'm not doing it. You don't take lessons that you that you learn and try to apply them into your week? No, I do. I just don't write them down on a piece of predetermined paper. You know what I mean? Oh. And, and of course, to each and every one their own. If you're doing your worksheet, that's fine. I don't just, I just don't personally see the benefit of it. That's interesting. Like, uh, uh, yeah. I have to say that that's the one thing that I really liked because. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like, like, like that's the one thing that I, I kind of, uh, enjoyed looking at because there was that, there was that lesson on there there. Well, you don't know. There's a lesson on there where they tell you mm. to go outside Mm-hmm. They tell you to put on headphones and put on a blindfold okay. and they tell you to, to do uh, alternate nasal breathing. Okay. And to really, really think about what would make you like your love yourself more than you already do. I said like, because I'm used to liking myself more. Of than course. Yeah. Myself. You're not there yet. You don't love yourself. So like, as you're doing the alternate nasal breathing, you're supposed to really, really focus on what you would have that would make you like yourself more. But mm. it sounds like you're already, you're already on board with, uh, with you. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm kind of already there. And of course, you know, I, I, I only, you know, attend of this class to sort of just like, it's sort of just like upkeep. You know what I mean? It's sort of like, uh, you know, when you want to lose 10 pounds and you lose it and then you're just like, well, I'll go to the gym every other day just to maintain. You know what I mean? It's kind of that kind of thing. You know what I mean? I get you. I get yeah. you. This is like a, it's a mini class with life right. being the larger class. Yeah. Yeah. And my, well, my, my therapy, my regular therapy with Dr. Myra Delaney being the regular class and then life just being like life. You know what I mean? Well, how long have you been in therapy with Dr. Myra Delaney? Oh, it's been about, uh, maybe, uh, maybe like not, almost a year, nine, 10 months, something like that. Yeah. Uh, oh. Changed my life. Changed my life. If you if you don't have an individual therapist, I just uh, well you do. I know you're you're maybe you about to, to break up, up with them. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I know. Well, we've been together for eight years. Wow, wow, that's such a long time. Yeah. Well, what happened between uh, you and uh, her or him? Uh, uh her. Uh, uh, I, uh, I think progress and the lack thereof. So mm. like uh, uh I hit a wall, which is why she made me do this class. Cause I think she just wants mm. somebody else to say the same things to me that she's been saying, but mm. see if maybe they say it differently and something could really, really stick. So she doesn't feel as though you have progressed in the way that she feels that you should, or, you know, like, does she feel like you're not a willing participant of your own therapy? You know, I, again, I know it's confidential between you and your therapist, but if you wanted to tell me of over the podcast, what she said to you, I would love to hear it, and I'm sure the listeners would too. She said that I need reparenting techniques, mm, that I need to reparent myself in order to get out of um, uh, bad habits that have kept me in, in like uh, a place that's prohibiting me from growing that's mm. what she said that like like uh reparent like that instead of just laying in bed until noon right. i have to be the parent to say hey you got to get up 
You, not mm. only do you got to get up, you got to make up your bed. And not mm. only do you have to make up your bed, you have to go take a shower. And not only do you have to take a shower, you have to get dressed in something nice, even if you're staying in your house all day so mm. that you so that you have a, a, a semi-productive day. Right. And you know what? You better go do the dishes in your sink. And you know what else? You better, you know, clean up here and there. Like, this is the kind of thing that she says, I've told her I have a job. Right. But on my days off, yeah, like I, I let things go by the wayside a little bit. Yeah, I'm right. Who doesn't? Like, yeah. that's part of life. That's part of being a... Uh, uh, a citizen in a global pandemic. Right, right. That's so interesting of me that you mentioned that because it's sort of like your therapist is asking you to parent yourself, right? To be your own parent. To right. be the one who says, get up, take a shower, eat breakfast, you know, uh, go be productive today, you know, go do well and get good grades or whatever it is that parents say. But it's interesting because, and you know, this is something interesting, that, uh, sort of interesting opinion that I have is that like, not every therapist is right all the time. You know what I mean? Like nobody is a hundred percent right. Because to me, I'm like, well, aren't our parents the ones who we gained all of our trauma from to begin with? Like I'm here because of my parents. You want me to then become them and re-traumatize myself? That doesn't make sense to me. That makes total sense to me the way that you said that, because that's yeah. always been my problem. I had a very permissive mother who um uh, slept around and and I had a series of uncles who were stepfather roles to me. Mm. She didn't always t tell me that I had to have a a, a grain cereal. She let me have the sugar right. cereal. She didn't tell me that I had to make my bed. She didn't even give me a curfew. So like it's right. hard for me to for to hear that I yeah. have to go into her head and her reasoning and reparent myself because that. Well, I think that I'm in the situation I'm in because of her. Yeah, it's like any kind of... I, I wanted to ask you about something you mentioned just previously, which is, um, you know, you had many uncles as stepfathers. Yeah, 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 Figures, yeah. yeah. Did your your mother married your uncles? Oh, no, no. Like, they... I, we, oh. I called them uncles, but they were... Oh. They, she didn't marry any of them, but like... They were they her were, various sexual partners. Yes, but they were sure. like my stepfathers. Mm. It was a... I had a long series of uncles. Wow. But what you were saying... And what a blessing. Would, what a what a, a blessing. Some yeah. people only have one father, some have none. Yeah, no, I had... I have a, a long list. That's uh, so cool. A long... There, you know, like Harry... Um, uh, uh, John one, John two, mm -hmm. um, uh, Bart, mm. um, let's see, Richard. Mm. Uh, now do you uh, want me to bleep out these names as well? Uh, oh no, no, I don't okay. care if they hear it. They're not going to, half of these people are dead. Oscar. Mm. Uh. uh, um, yeah, they never, they never married my mom. They were just, uh, um. Uh, it makes me uncomfortable to say sex partners. They were my mother's boyfriends. Yeah, who she had sex with. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure she did. She has one now that she makes me call Uncle Terry. That's neat. What's he like? Uh, they met in assisted living. Oh, uh, they good live. For her. They live in the villages in Florida. Mm. Good for her. And uh, yeah, they, well, what do they do? They uh, golf. Uh, they take a dance class together. They do oh, wine wow. dancing. Uh, he's got a pontoon boat. Wow. So they uh, cool. like to take the pontoon on the intercoastal waterway. 
she seems to have a great life there. I don't talk to her very much anymore. Wow. Well, that's very cool for her and Uncle Terry. And, um, you know, of course, that is all to say that, you know, you've now been asked by your therapist to reparent. Right. So I'm still learning. I'm still learning. I think we're all still learning. You know, I think that, um, you know, I've mentioned this upon the podcast before, but, uh, you know, there is no finish line of life. You know what I mean? We don't uh, we don't achieve perfection. We don't get to some sort of uh, end point where we go, well, I've learned everything there is to learn. And I've I from here on forth, I will never make a mistake or, you know, have a bad feeling or anything like that. You know, it's a process. It's a constant process. And 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 and, and that's why we do the learning to love yourself class and attend of our own therapy because, you know, it it is a process. And I wonder if, you know, the process with you and your individual therapist maybe has just stalled. It probably has. I mean, eight years is a long time. Mm. And, um, uh, I am starting to feel like, like maybe by sending me to this class, it was a good thing. Maybe this Mm. is a way that I can kind of say goodbye and then I'll go back and live my life, fall into the same old bad habits, and then eventually find a new therapist on psychologytoday.com again. That's awesome. I love that. I love that, that attitude you have about yeah. that. And hey, you got to meet me. I did. I did. Hey, let's do the mantra. Let's do the uh, okay. uh, uh, learning to love yourself uh, uh, class mantra. Okay. All right. <sighs> learning. learning. To, to love, love means, means learning to live. Learning to love, love means learning, means to, learning live. to live. Wow. Yeah. And and I and I think that sort of says it all right there in that one simple sentence. And again, not everybody who's listening of this right now is going to get what that means. You know what I mean? And, and if you're one of the people who's going, what the hell does that mean? Get your butt in a therapist. I don't uh. know how many times to say it. Get your butt. Do you ever, Pivan, let me ask you this because I know we, we think very similarly. You ever, you ever be out in the world, you're just walking around, you're at the grocery store, you're taking a walk, you're driving in your car you're so far it all sounds familiar going to the movie theaters you're having dinner at a restaurant whatever it may be out in society and you just look around and you go do any of you get it am i the only one in the room who gets it because i sometimes i feel like it's a constant burden to me where i'm just like am i the only one here who who gets it and are any of you even willing to try and get it Right. Do you want to get it? Like exactly. Like, do, do, do you even want to? Like, uh, I, as I mentioned, I am a manager at uh, Home Goods. Right. Oh, you so must I, see people there all day long, every day. I'm confronted every day with people. Like here at the cash register at Home Goods, you know, it's just like a a bonanza of impulse buying. Yeah, I see you. You are at you are at Home Goods right now. Oh, behind yeah, the yeah, register. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah, they're they're they know that I'm doing something on your phone, and I do appreciate you making the time. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Time and time again, like like if somebody who has self control would not buy, would not pick up any of this shit and put it in their cart, but you always see people coming in with the lamp that they want, with the garden stool that they want, with the rug that they want. And then they'll put in all of this like crappy blueberry candle bullshit 
into the into their cart that they don't need and i'm like oh you are somebody who needs a hole filled Uh, and i don't mean that in a sexual way i mean that the hole in their heart or sure yeah in a soul kind of way yeah and so i'm confronted with these people all the time and yeah I do feel like I'm the only one who kind of knows what's going on, even though I'm still really learning to love myself. Well, you know, again, like we said, it's perspective. It's like, again, the people who won't understand this won't understand this. But like, if you could try and take a moment to look at it from our perspective, Mm -hmm. again, I'm talking to the listeners right now, Pivine, you know, when you're sitting there, um, you know, watching of Wheel of Fortune and you can clearly see what the the phrase is. And somebody's like, uh, can I buy a Z or whatever? And they like still oh. don't know what it is. And you're like, oh my fucking God. Oh. It says, it says, um, you know, last temptation of Christ or something like that, whatever it says. And you're just screaming there, sitting there screaming and going, it's this, it's, that's the answer. It's right there. That's, that's what I feel like maybe 24 hours a day, seven days a week, whenever I leave my house, I'm sitting there screaming, going, I've already solved the puzzle. Why won't you? Right. It'll be like Ulst Temptation of Christ. Yeah. Everything like, but the vowels. Everything but the A's. Everything but the vowels and, and you're yeah. like, and, and then and then you're and then you're buying vowels. You're spending oh. your money on and When people you... spend money on vowels, I'm like, you are sick. If you I were... was on Wheel of Fortune, I would oh. I could I could win the whole thing without buying one vowel, honestly. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. I and you know what? I would be at home going, There he is, ladies and gentlemen. There's the one person. There's the one person who has it going on in this world mm. who understands the game better than Pat Sajak, better than Vanna White. Mm. They must understand the game. I think you should apply. I, you know, at this point, it's like, hey, if I'm going to pay for another uh, learning to love yourself, I should probably go on there and try and win some more money. <laughs> it is idea. very expensive. Yeah. 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 Wow. Four grand. Four grand. Four grand. Four grand, four grand, and that's just for one level. Yeah, no, no. There's uh, eight levels, mm. so uh, learning to love yourself is the is the entry level. Um, yeah, and apparently at the top level you learn some secret thing. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I'm not sure. Um, uh, yeah, I just uh, uh, I like see people. Secret. I see people who have lanyards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have their level eight lanyards. Yeah, and, and you're like, oh, they made it through the whole thing. They spent. Yeah, look, uh, What's well, four thousand times eight? It's That's a lot of money. Thirty-two hundred dollars. Yeah, well, I'm not sure if I'm thirty-six thousand. No, it can't be that. Yeah, um, thirty thirty-two thousand. I'm not a math major. Yeah, so, somewhere in the vicinity. Anyway, a, a lot of friggin' money. <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot of friggin' money. A lot of friggin' money. Man, P Vine, I could do this all day with you. I love chatting with you. Well, I've enjoyed being here, uh, uh, Mookie. Like I, I thought that I thought that I would uh, come on here and 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 be too cool for school. And, and I feel like uh, you've really helped me understand that I need to break up with my therapist and learn to love myself. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you got there with my help. And, you know, I, I, P. I appreciate not to, it. Of course, you know, and, and uh, not to overstep here, but I think that is the right thing for you. You know, after talking to you here today, I think that's probably the best choice. I think just some of us, get the luck of the draw and get a good therapist like me. Some of us get a bad one and they have a bad therapist and they stay with them for eight whole years for some reason, but it's all led up to this sort of epiphany you're having today. This sort of big 
this big feeling, this big thought that you're having and going, you know what? It's time to make a change. And what's Wouldn't great about change. Wouldn't have gotten change, here without you. Yeah. Wouldn't no, have gotten I know. here without you. I know. I know that. And I appreciate you saying that. And it's okay to change. It's okay to make changes. You know what I mean? And it's okay to let people get there on your on their own. As much as the people in that class bother me, um, Brian, uh, Cheryl, Gary, uh, Gary, Carl, Brenda, you know, they got to get there on their own. You know, I, I can say what I can say to them. You can say what you can say to them. But at the end of the day, it's up to them. And sometimes that's incredibly frustrating to me and to you, I know, too. But that's the beautiful thing. Maybe eight years from now, they'll have the same sort of breakthrough that you just had. And yeah. maybe I'll be part of that one way or another. I hope that you are. Me too. I don't think they'll get it without you. Well, <laughs> Well, we'll see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try my damnedest, Peavine. Well, thank you. Thank That's you for all doing your do damnedest with me. Yeah, you've done a great job. Well, hey, you. I mean, look, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> you and me are sort of. We, we 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 should hang out after I after we end here and and chat for a few more minutes and just kind of gab. I love just gabbing with you about. Sure, uh, sure. Yeah, I have this thing. I I don't want to say this on air because it's such a long story, but there was something that. Uh, that Gary said the other day, I, I think you know what I'm talking about, that I'm just like, really, dude? Uh, uh, what, about, uh, his pants? Uh, well, okay, well, I'm keeping my mouth lip zipped, but, uh, I mean, Okay, wink, yeah, wink. yeah, 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 wink, wink, wink the wink. pants. <laughs> okay, and of course, yeah, if, uh, Gary is listening, I will, I will, uh, bleep your name. Yeah. Uh, out of respect. You're gonna have a lot of bleeping, yeah. That's okay, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very good at. I'm very versed in uh, audio editing, and so that won't be a problem for me. That'll be a quick, just little thing for me. You're such a renaissance man. Oh, stop. Stop. Yeah, no, I do have a lot of talents, but... Um, well, Peavine Crouch, thank you so much for coming of the podcast. Um, I, I love it when the listeners can just hear, you know, me and someone else who gets it just shooting the shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. And um, I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask you the question that I ask all my guests at the end of the podcast. Do you feel worthy? You know, I don't know that I feel worthy, but I feel more worthy than I did 40 minutes ago when we started this chat. Hey, it's a process, right? That is. It is a process. <laughs> I'm getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there together. All right, P. Vine, I love you. Thank you. I love you too. Hey, little Mookie B. This is Kevin from California. I, I just want to say that I love the podcast and I continue to, to, to find it a source of inspiration in these dark times. My, my question, well, just before I ask my question, I want to say I love the guests that you've had on and they've been a source of wisdom. Um, but I'm kind of wondering why your podcast, which reaches an audience, you know, in the millions, doesn't reach out. Uh, why, why you're not reaching out to more well-known names within the self-help community to have on, like like uh, like Chandra Vigoni or, you know, your Dijon Friedland, Craven Moorhead, people, more household names from the scene. I feel like when you're having your aunt on or like an ex-girlfriend and, it, you know, it, it just kind of seems a little fucked up and like you're kind of getting in the way of your own message, um, just kind of reaching out to whoever is near you. Um, I feel like it's a uh, kind of a disservice to your community and I, I guess I'm just asking you know do you know what I mean and and like why are you doing that so um, that's my question and hey I, I appreciate it I appreciate you uh, take care and, and you know I love you and you're worthy okay bye 
Thanks for that, Kevin from California. I think you've called into the podcast before with some similar feedback. And I suppose at least that there is a question this time. And that question is, why am I not reaching out to more well-known names of the mental health and therapy community? And the answer to that question is, big names to whom? To you, Kevin from California? Because according to you, people such as Craig Moorhead, Chandra Baloney, and whoever the other one was are household names that you feel would benefit this podcast's integrity. But what you don't seem to understand, Kevin, is that I don't live in your household. The household I live upon is my own. And I record this podcast within the walls of my home, literally speaking. And in my house, there have been tremendous names of the world of therapy and mental health advocacy. Names such as Dr. Ron Meepman, Dr. Deborah Hoshauer, Mark Turkey Berger, Quim Wimley, just to name a few of them. Those are the household names that I hold of my house. But that is just but a small part of what this podcast is and does. This podcast is about spreading love and positivity and empathy. Plain and simply as that. There is no other purpose other than that purpose. That is the objective. You should apparently know that as someone who loves the podcast and continues to find it a source of inspiration in a dark time. So yes, I will have guests of the field of therapy and mental health upon the podcast. Guests that I hope can hold up to your very high standards. But that isn't the only way that I spread of love and positivity and empathy from this podcast. From episode number one, I have set out to have interesting conversations with fascinating individuals. First and foremost, all under the focus of love, positivity, empathy, and yes, therapy. But does that mean that if I am not talking to some famous mental health professional, that there aren't profound and deep things that are said and learned and discovered from conversation to conversation that I have with guests that are not what you believe they should be? My grandmother or my aunt or my friend or my various ex-sexual partners. Do you think that these regular people do not possess the ability to learn from me or to help me to learn incredible things about themselves or myself and to grow spiritually from the deep conversations we have? And do you not also think that my large audiences, of which includes you as a part of it, in fact, does not come away from the lessons I teach and learn and say without improvement to their own mental health as well? So anyways, Kevin, that is all to answer your question. Why am I not doing this podcast exactly as you would like me to do it? Well, it is because you are seeking what it is that you want in the wrong place. You are coming to me to find a podcast specifically about therapy where I interview famous therapists. And that is simply not what I do. So, my advice, if you are able to take it, is this. Find another podcast that is to your exact specifications. Or make a podcast of your own that is exactly what you seek to listen of in a podcast. And also, maybe talk to a therapist about how you want everyone else of the world to make changes so that you may have what you want and your unwillingness to make changes yourself to get those same things. Just a thought. So, Kevin, if this is the podcast you've come to, then this is the podcast you get. If that doesn't work for you, you are free to roam about elsewhere. There are no shackles holding you in this place of safe space. 
I wish you good luck upon your journey of getting whatever it is that you specifically want. And remember that there will always be a place for you here to come crawling back to. That's a wrap on episode 34. If you would like me to answer of your life advice questions from the perspective of therapy on the airwaves, you can call me upon 424-245-5477. Again, that's 424-245-5477 and leave of me a voicemail. You can also write your questions to me at youareworthypod at gmail.com. Thank you of my guest, Pvine Crouch. You can purchase Lil Mookie B merch at TeePublic. T-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, mugs, and more. Go to tpublic.com slash user slash Lil Mookie B. That's tpublic.com slash user slash Lil Mookie B. If you would like to support of this podcast, you can visit anchor.fm slash Lil Mookie B slash support and make a monthly donation to keep this podcast upon the airwaves. Again, that's anchor.fm slash Lil Mookie B slash support. Please listen, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere else upon platforms of which you listen of podcasts. And please rate and review us five stars. What could possibly be holding you back from doing this? You can follow me on social medias, at B across all platforms, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. That's L-I-L-M-O-O-K-I-E-B. You can also follow You Are Worthy Pod. Our podcast theme song is an original composition upon me, Lil Mookie B, in collaboration of MIDI Keys and Maya the Garage Band drummer. Thank you for listening and keep continuing to be worthy. All right, let's give them what they came for. This has been a Lil Mookie B production in association of Pink Hoodie Media.